now recording. And we are back. I'd like to start by apologizing for the poor sound quality. It is entirely on my own behalf. Uh, welcome to the Randian Heresy episode, <clears throat> the post-Scandus Bonanza. Uh, please check us out on SoundCloud. Check us out on Instagram and Facebook. We do not have Twitter. Fred, do you want to say anything about that? Too bad. Ask Freddy about Twitter every time you meet him in person and every time you talk to him online. Today, I have two very special guests from the inhospitable north of England. We have Max. How are you, Max? I'm good. I'm good. Happy for speaking to you, Chris. Oh, thanks. It's always good to have you. It's good to see you and Phil at Scandis. Uh, Phil, unfortunately, has been indisposed due to being stabbed in the back. Classic English danger. Uh, you, you make it sound too thrilling. It's more he's thrown his back like he's like 70 years old. <laughs> I mean, we've all been there, right? Like you lift something incautiously. Uh, we have a second guest as well from the inhospitable north of America, the Americas. We have Alex. How are yeah, you doing, buddy? That was good. That was real close, though. You've almost offended me. Uh. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, no. Yikes. <laughs> Uh, I like oh, America. To like... Oh wait, Americas. He's just a retard. Uh, sorry if somebody got offended by that. Uh, I'm not shit talking. People are mentally impaired. Only the Swedish educational system, which is in fact shit. Uh, you might want to edit that one. Uh, no, no editing. No backsies. Watch yourselves. So today we are talking about Scandis 2023. Expectations, armies, enjoyments, and memories made. <laughs> Enemies forged as well as bitter rivalries just fermenting in the back of your mind right now. So, Max, Alex, uh, before we jump into that, you guys have your own channels and stuff. Do you want to show them out briefly? Yeah. yeah you I'm Max. I am on the Death and Betrayal podcast. <laughs> I love that podcast. Yeah. I'm Alex from Barefoot Miniatures. <laughs> yeah, and you can catch those out in the the show notes, which Chris is definitely going to put in in I the am, correct I order. Am. Uh, I am. Why, why you are you can also catch to... both of us on the Articles of Secession over on the. Oh, that, yeah, we do do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Our genius. Do. Our genius and our professionalism sometimes frightens me. Uh, check out Barefoot Miniatures on YouTube with apparently Alex. Uh, and check out the Death and Trail podcast. Great podcast. I love it. The one thing I want is more episodes. Uh, yeah, well, we only have the time to do one a month. Yeah, I get that. Uh, I don't think we've averaged on one a month for a while. So like, hey, good going. Also, Max, uh, I saw you guys checking out Burrows and Badgers. Is that going to be on YouTube soon? Because I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. Badger curious? I don't know what to call it. So that is genuinely going to be a thing. Oh, really? Me. Yeah. It's, we played it at a small con called SpyoCon yesterday and really liked it. Because I used to read the Redwall books, right, when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. And... Um, it's definitely not inspired by Redwall. <laughs> Apparently, the creators never, never read it at all, ever. Yeah, no one's even aware of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. I'm glad we're it's all on the same page. By, and it's not inspired by Mice or Mystics or uh, Root Watch either. Like nothing. It has nothing to do with any of these properties. No, nothing. Nothing. Yes. I, I legitimately don't know what the other ones are. <laughs> no, no, I was just agreeing. I know. I, <laughs> one I know of them Redwall. is not. One of them is not legitimate. 
<laughs> I dare you to guess which one. <laughs> so, like, uh, I guess we could briefly segue into some hobby, um, and I'll actually go last for once. Max, what are you doing for hobby right now? Right now, I um, I've just printed a Lucius Warlord. I'm expanding my Kratos to be have more options for AT, which will then feed into Legion Imperialis because I've already got a, an Iron Warriors epic force. And I'm currently getting ready to go and paint. It's now getting to 6,000 points of Ultramarines with Miles. So we're going to bash that out in like two days. Hopefully. Damn, like you're taking lessons for Miles? No, no, what we... we I just badgered him until he was like, yeah, fine, we'll do a... <laughs> <laughs> we'll do like a two-day video of just like a paint-a-thon. And... <laughs> Yeah, got to paint like 6,000 points of Ultramarines for the channel, which would be good. Jesus. In two days? Uh, th that's the plan. That's the plan. The The rest will be when we apply transfers. And then and the, the transfers are going on specifically to give us like an excuse to rest. And other like, than that, it will just be constant painting. But is this an army that likes it's entirely from like your collection or? Yeah, like so. Well, I, I bought it all. Like specifically to do this, so oh. the Melos events that we run, the bad guys are the Ultramarines. Yeah, fuck those guys. The op, the op four, and so I'm painting an Ultramarines army to do battle reports on the channel for like a prelude and run up to the events. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Pretty rad. I feel like the the innate danger of doing like Ultramarines in 30k is that you're always going to meet one or two people at cons or events who keep telling you that yeah, the Ultramarines are cool, but I really want to do the Nemesis chapter because they're all destroyers, <laughs> like everyone else in the world. Yeah, <laughs> like everyone else. Yeah, well, so it's it's that, and the other danger is everyone will think you're a massive twat <laughs> <laughs> because you like. So I have got a unit of ten Fulamentarus, ten Suzerain. And a Loctorus Storm Squad, and I well, also, I also have don't a librarian. Like friends. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So it's, <laughs> it's going to be walking that fine line between <laughs> between friendliness feel, and not. I feel like Max, alongside a couple of other people, uh, got his start of darkness at Scandus. He's like, no, no more friends. Fuck it. I need all of my wardens, and I need a lot of Loctorii. <laughs> Well, we, yeah. we can get into this later because I believe that's on the show notes, but on the menu it for is. today. But um, the I Iron Circle to... has already put me down that route a little bit. I would hate to have to follow that hobby segment, so I won't. Alex, what are you doing? Ma uh, Max uh, is doing 6,000 <laughs> points of uh, Ultramarines. How are you going to top that, buddy? I just got the most amount of super glue on my fingers I think I've ever had during <laughs> this hobby. Because <laughs> there was a hole that I put in this model that I did, wasn't aware of. Oh, shit. And I just like, yeah, so I killed one of the legs, but I'm working on uh, on a house tie um, Necromunda gang right now. So I'm, I'm converting up an Onimoto Null. Um, so I've got the main body that I'm using is, I actually don't know what this model is called, but it's from like that rogue trader set. Um, you know, one that has like the assassin and the guy with like the giant Gatling gun and the, the good boy dog. Yeah, is it the difficult assassin one or like... Uh... No, so I'm, I'm using I'm using the um, the navigator some with the big kind helmet. of mechanicus thing I think because he has like a crux mechanicum on his collar, um, and he had like a weird head with like three electrodes sticking out of it. Um, so he's got kind of like this long coat that's sort of buckled up. But the Animoto Null and the Animoto um, Anmioto, I think I'm pronouncing it wrong. 
Um, we are going to be really particular on your pronunciation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm sick, so that's my excuse. Okay, just, um, to, fuck, just to fuck with Max. On me or door, on me orgy. Yeah, Emma almost go. heard that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. My, job, um, my goal in life is to offend people. Uh, that is why I only learn uh, pretentious languages. Yeah. Like Latin. Um, As they say, dies alecta est. <laughs> and... Uh... And uh, so, anyways, I cut his legs out, and I'm, I could have just left the legs the same, but I'm replacing them with Vansar legs because uh, the Vansar mm. feet have like those um, three toes yeah, like or whatever. Yeah, displayed claws, right? Like three yeah, claw yeah. toes. Yeah, so I'm gonna fill one of them in, so it kind of looks almost like a samurai tie, um, like a samurai foot tie, um, and uh, and up armored a little bit. But the the null and the telepath both have control collars, and so this thing looks like it would fit a control collar. And it looks like they have some kind of a long jacket underneath the control collar for the null in, in the book, in the House of Shadow. Um, so I'm starting with that one, but uh, I've got a few other pieces to clip into him. But I figured he'd be the coolest, so I wanted to start with him. And then got glue all over my fingers. Like, most of my left, most of my right ring finger is now just glue. Like, just gorilla glue. <laughs> you have the weirdest <laughs> way of getting workmen's comp in Canada. I can't come to work. I glue my fingers takes. together again. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, Alex. You get better, buddy. Yeah. yeah. Fortunately, you have to be working at the time, and it has to be work-related. Aw. Workers come up in Canada, so I can't just, like, fall. So, yeah. Um, but, um, yeah, other than that, it's just I need a break from, like, powering through all those custodians, and I still need to put the finishing details on the, the Tribune, but... Um, yeah, I just I need to do something a little more creative. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I might be doing the six thousand parts of Ultrines, but Alex, you have more individual parts in just one of your custodians than I have in my entire army. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Um, fuck, I counted out that tribute, the parts on that Tribune, and he's like thirty something parts. Um, I mean, it looks awesome, but yeah, he's like 30 fucking pieces from probably like eight or nine different model kits. I think I said this to Alex as we met at the event and we played a game and like, uh, I want the listeners to just grasp the magnitude of despair that gripped my soul when Alex paints up like a beautiful army of customized custodians in front of me and they look amazing. It's like, yeah, I sort of like soft worked on this a bit on and off, but it's not my best. It's like if I felt like Salieri and Amadeus when Mozart just rocks up and listens to music. Oh yeah, wait, I can't do this better in every conceivable way in every possible manner. I just looked at his custodians like, yeah, cool. I I brought I brought some militia, I guess. Nothing special. I just worked on them every spare moment I've had for the last six and a half months. Well, I mean, the airbrush does like a lot of lifting, and the way that I did the gold. I have an like airbrush very, too. It does nothing. Gold. Yeah, but I, you know, I, I think it wouldn't. I wouldn't have been able to go as quickly if it wasn't an army that wasn't ninety percent gold, and if I hadn't made it so reflective, because it kind of saved me on like doing edge highlights. It looks um, really good, like it said in the pictures, and like in reality, it looked really good, Alex. Yeah, um, thank you. I, I appreciate that. It's. Uh, I thought it could use no, a bit more work, but I agree. I agree. I'm trying to be polite. <laughs> <laughs> trying to be great, a gracious. Uh, Trying to be I'm graciously like, complimented, but I'm yeah, like, it, it's a really good army, you guys. It just shows the level of, it just shows the shallowness of your understanding of painting, Chris. And I'm like, sorry, guys. Well, that's okay, man. Good. I'll give you some lessons. We'll <laughs> connect. 
There'll be paid for lessons, though. <laughs> yeah. All the my friendships are paid for, Max. And I get All you just friends. enough that you need to book the next one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we got halfway through the pre-shade. You should, you should have this like really like a lazy cliffhanger. Uh, now, what you need to do is the next step, which is vital, or the entire model is ruined. What you need, oh, wait, we're out of time. Okay, bye. <laughs> Click. Yeah. That's exactly it. And then Just Venmo me another like $26. <laughs> yeah. And, and we'll connect. This, to continue this lesson, please switch PayPal 50 Canadian dollars. Yeah. Yeah, which makes uh, it affordable because it's Canadian. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, still kicking the shit out of our currency, buddy. Uh, yeah, yeah okay. so my boss asked me about my vacation. He's like, how was it? And I was like, oh, you got to go, man. It cost me like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Alex go into a store, into like an, a decently upscale store. I'm like, hmm, this jacket, I like it. I'm like, yeah, cool. It's just like, no, 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 I will own it. And he has to have him pluck it out of the shelf and bought it half cash. <laughs> He yeah. literally said, I presume cash will be acceptable. And the lady yeah. registers like, why, yes, sir. Let me ring that up. I look like he's yeah. like stupid manservant just garbling shitty Swedish. Yeah, that was, well, actually, that was, that was one thing. Sweden, yeah, notoriously cheap. But yeah. For everything, yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, it was nice. Like, I was like, God damn it. Like, this is a great jacket. And I'm like, I would have to pay like $600 for this at back home. Oh, he's being sarcastic, like, Alex. He's fucking wild. 280 <laughs> No, Alex, Alex was literally like, <laughs> yes, the failure of your nation's financial power has afforded me quite valuable clothing, Christopher. I'm like, yes, I'm, <laughs> hi, Alex. I'm glad. <laughs> As you nice jacket, Nicole's been fucking like just ribbing me though because it's very similar to the jacket I had on. You know what you like. Home and she was like, you bought yeah. the same fucking coat. No, no, it's a better one. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, it's much better. It's, like, well, it's better don't... quality. It looks nicer. It's warmer. <laughs> you don't see the difference. <laughs> I'm like, it has a totally different collar. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm trying to struggle to say something here that isn't offensive. Uh, so, well, shall uh, we just, go on to I, what armies? I have, we, we I have been Chris. working. <laughs> I have been no, working no, on. Skip over your army stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We've it's seen your best, Christopher. Honestly, it's an embarrassment <laughs> at this point. Sorry, Max yeah. and Alex. I'm working on my Malkador because this is actually kind of funny and sad because I rocked up to the event and every game I had like, oh, as you can see, my Malkador isn't finished, and it stood next to the rest of my army and people are like oh i didn't notice and i'm like just crying inside <laughs> it might also have been affected by the fact that that malkador survived more than two rounds in exactly one game i think uh was that the one against me where it yes. like fucking reaction blew up a custodian dread knight <laughs> yeah i love that you missed like a free in charge so i could just shoot to my demolisher cannon and battle cannon again yeah yeah i love it it's great <laughs> so uh, for Scanners 2023, uh, we had, as you've noticed, a lot of like international invites. We actually, I'm just going to do like a quick shout out here. I just want to say thanks again to the Finns because the Finns came with like the ferry early and they helped us set the entire <laughs> uh, event up. Uh, without them, I don't think we would have finished in time. So thanks for helping us finish on time, guys. Oh, oh I'm so upset. I want to say like this. I don't I'm speak actually Finnish, mad. So I want to say, Kito <laughs> Suomi. Which means thank you, Finland. Uh, also, Max Max didn't help out with anything, so you know. I I did arrive at one o'clock in the morning on Friday night, though. 
<laughs> and which hotel did you go to, Max? Which hotel did you um, go to? I'm going to stick with the correct one. Alex had just booked the wrong one. <laughs> no. <laughs> there's no there's no chance of that at all. I don't even have a Hilton like membership. Like, I didn't actually was never in disgust. Like it was never even in the running. It's like, so funny because I knew what hotel he was going to, Max. So like everybody knew except for you and Phil. Yeah, but it might have been the hotel that he was going to. It doesn't mean that was the right hotel. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I believe yeah, we're going to go like, around the circle. I was like, just take the train, yeah. and it's literally right outside the station. And then he takes it, a cab and goes yeah. to the Hilton. And I was and like, then you had to take like a scooter, and then you broke Phil's army. On the way, <laughs> Phil broke Phil's army. Phil his, broke his army. What I will say <laughs> is, my army that was in the same box completely survived fine. Phil just clearly like, doesn't know how to pack because he had this sanitizer like that he'd, he'd glued together with water. But no, <laughs> that Phil, like the, Phil's a gentleman, so we, he's yeah. carrying two armies, and one of them is his own. And like he bumps the bag into like a light post or whatever, and he just damages his own army, but not his friend's army. That's like, nice yeah, what a nice guy. <laughs> well, you can take or that just, away. What a shitty forge world. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Iron Warriors apparently build shit better than Phil's forge world. I don't know what fucking Tagmata he is, but don't don't buy anything from that. Tagmata Dibna, I think that Max keeps calling planet. it. Tagmata Dibna, yeah. It's, if it was, it wouldn't be such shoddy quality. But So... Alex brought custodies, uh, and Max, what did you bring to? Uh, I'm gonna let both of you like talk a bit about your armies, obviously, but like uh, we're gonna start with Max, yep, because uh, we know that Alex's beautiful custodies made me weep, so I need to recover for briefly. Here. <laughs> Max, what did you bring? Well, I brought my Iron Warriors along with a small Mechanicum detachment, and basically, I wanted to go for a different army than you normally see an Iron Warriors army going for. Which is I went combat Iron Warriors. Uh, that so that consisted of a Warsmith, four Iron Circle, and two Leviathans making like the core of the army that were then joined by an Arc Magos, making the Iron Circle able to react. Oof. That um, Archmage just like scraped me to death with my zipper. Ah, uh, yeah. So that's from Soul White Studios. It's the Arc Magos doing like the. So like six arm pose over the head that I got from Laser Forge Miniatures. Plug to Laser Forge Miniatures. I know Chris doesn't edit this, so he's got no control over that being in there. I don't. Um, <laughs> yes. Suck it, it's in. <laughs> so apparently, celebrations to Laser Forge Miniatures. I presume you'll now be promoting the podcast. <laughs> Greetings, Max. Yeah, so there we go. Um, but yeah, he's, he was just a really fun army to play. Like I already conferred with... Stefan, my first opponent, and friend of the Barefoot Miniatures channel. And Jens, not friend of the Barefoot Miniatures channel. Jens is my friend. So it wasn't like going to be too much, do you know, to take on. Yeah. Uh, so that we could have nice games. But That's yeah, it was, it was a fun alley. Yeah. Alex, how, what did you bring? Uh, yeah, so um, I brought 3,000 points of Custodes. Uh, which I've had most of that, most of the army just in my possession uh, for a long time. Um, but I just couldn't bring myself to do them in first edition. Uh, now that, now that they're, you know, a little more toned down and, uh, and I built them all with spears and based on the, the game record, I don't at all feel like it was, um, you know, un, 
undeserved. Um, so uh, it 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 consisted of like a core of three squads of five guardians with spears, um, and then I had like a converted shield captain who's just going guns akimbo, um, and uh, he did okay. He was cool. Um, and then I had my tribune, which uh, was just like massive. Um, and uh, I'm excited to really put the sort of last details on him. Um, and then, uh, you know, he, he had a bodyguard of Terminators, which their output isn't huge, but um, provides him some nice ablative wounds. And then uh, I converted up some Sagittari uh, as well, just because there's like a picture in the um, the Visions of Heresy of like Diocletian leading like a squad of uh, Sagittarium Guard. And they all have like waist capes and they look a little bit more like a specialist unit. So um, they they were fun. They were fun to do. I, I, I enjoy them. I know that they're not super good either, but they're uh, they're a cool unit to put in. And then my my most enjoyed unit, I think, was uh, I brought a Selexus Assassin, which about halfway through the event, I realized like actually provided me with like a massive buff that I wasn't <laughs> utilizing. Um, so he has like a 12 inch fear three bubble which when paired with deep striking should actually create some pretty reliable pinning. Uh, I also realized like two days ago after I got back that he has scout, so you can fucking redeploy him, <laughs> which I didn't do. Um, but he just went on like, just on a murder train and he killed a bunch of dudes. Made until his way he was, through. Until he was yeah. stopped by a heroic man of the Republic. That's true. Until he was stopped by like some disciplined master with a grudge. <laughs> and a broken power sword and a can-do yeah. attitude. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I enjoy them. But it, it it be my only gripe with him is I, he should be weapon skill five. Like he's clearly it, meant to be in close combat. All the other assassins except for the infosite have weapon skill five. Um, yeah, so and it, it would just help him a little bit, but he's not super expensive. I, I get why they would be compared like weapon skill four rather than like five of like a a bat like a space marine in battle because it's a different situation than just assassinating someone. But mm -hmm. with the new weapon skill chart, because I'm still going to call it new, even though he's like a year and a half old, right? It's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's yeah, just yeah. so harsh when you're even slightly worse yeah. than you than your opponent. Yeah. Well, and I mean, like your legate commander as an example would be weapon skill five right mm. um, my militia commander is a weapon skill five yeah a militia commander is weapon skill five but this assassin that they stole as a child and trained from birth to be like a fucking murderer um he should be at least weapon skill five especially if the rest of them are and he has like specific close combat weapon right like he's got a he's got an ap2 fleshbane weapon in close combat and only two attacks but he's clearly meant to be in close combat because you want to get in there to get your target, right? Oh, yeah. um, and you can't take advantage of precision shots, which the rest of the assassins can, because his I-beam is a template. Uh, so like, a character assassin who can't effectively assassinate characters. <laughs> well, like if you, kill, if you kill an entire group of people, like we learned in the movie Scarface, then you have still sent a message. Yeah, I guess. Um, but he looks he looks cool as shit, and that's that's really the only reason that I bring him. And I'm gonna keep bringing him, like just because I had a blast with him. I know the other assassins are better, but 
uh, and then Chris and I had a had a talk, and I'm I gotta convince more people to let me do this. I think Craig will let me do it, but I'm gonna do like three thousand points of just fucking assassins. Oh yeah, <laughs> and just run, and it's only like twelve models or some shit. <laughs> like, um, mm-hmm. But what what legion is it that faces like that entire fucking room of assassins? Sons of Horus, isn't it? I feel like Max should notice. Don't Max, the don't you have a do it channel? after the after the heresy. No, like in isn't it in the heresy? Like when they get into the palace proper, it's an old story from Tales of Heresy or whatever it is, and they break in and just like the Legion assassin arms, like yes, you have come to this room, well done, and then he just opens the doors and out comes. Oh, I don't know that. Assassination oh, I'm, not enclave. I'm not. I'm not super into assassins in a battlefield. You should do more lore videos. So the problem is with lore videos. They require more time than I currently have. Okay, that's and true. someone yeah. will someone will push their glasses up and give you. An and arbitrator Ian is really good at doing more videos, and it's, it would be yeah. directly comparable to him. I feel like uh, about like the armies you guys brought, it was a really nice uh, in between because like obviously transportation for armies in the Heresy, which are mostly let's face it, uh, done in resin. If you bring like custodies or mechanicum, uh, you're you really hit a sweet spot between the amount of models you need to transport. And the amount of models was fun to play against because if you killed one of Alex's dreads, that was like I think a sixth of his army. Yeah, yeah. the The entire army was only I think like thirty two models or something. Um, yeah, but it's still fun to face. Like I think I had like the worst odds coming in, but I still had a really fun game, uh, which might come down to like both Max and Alex, and of course Phil are really good people to play against. Like you, even when you guys are winning, you don't make like a big thing out of how to explain this. Uh, you're good sports regardless of what way the dice are rolling, uh, which is always, I find, an invaluable trait in an opponent. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, I I'd agree. Like having a gracious winner is probably, um, <clears throat> probably a, a a top top choice thing. Um, but you you make a good point around um, like that. You know, it, it wasn't it wasn't terrible to play against and and. I was very anxious, I guess, because I was still worried that there might be some leftover, like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. Some golden bananas. Okay, <laughs> this guy's real whack. But with with the way that I had the army built, like, I really had to think about everything that I was doing. And I had I had a game against um, Yoel, and man, like, he, he's an incredible player. And oh, his yeah. army was awesome. And the two of us were just exchanging back and forth. And it was just one of us is waiting for the other one to make a mistake. And eventually I made that mistake and it it cost me, but it was like everything that I had to do had to be so carefully calculated because I didn't have anything to spare. Um, Especially with like now that, now that it's a two plus six plus, which doesn't really bother me um, on the, the custody save, like, and they're only two in models on your regular guys. Like it's it's easy to get rid of those to get rid of those. Um, especially if you end up against anything with like a strength ten blast. Like I had a conversion beamer sort me out pretty hard. Um and uh and I just didn't have the really the ability to deal with it, I guess. But um yeah, it's uh it it was a fun army to play. I mean, like, fucking Joel, man. He's like a Louisiana card sharp. 
because like he's really good at the game and like he's really he knows the rules and knows how to play the rules and like i've seen him he could if he shows misuse these powers and become like a really powerful gamer just for the source of powerful gaming but he's also mega nice to play against like he makes every yeah, game enjoyable i test ran my militia against him and like by turn two i had like 30 models left i could not roll better than a two on anything and like he was really polite because like people would shit on him <laughs> because he plays word bearers and he used to have a lot of gal warback and gal warback are, are and i shit you not uh really fucking good in 2.0 uh particularly if you have like the right of war which i now forget what it is i think it's dark brethren where he gets to nominate a unit and if he kills it he gets a buff uh, but like it's good because he plays it really smartly and he uses yeah. every unit for his intended purpose. And he, when he sees a strategic uh, opportunity, he will take it and seize it. So it's not just like that he has a powerful army. And um, I think he gets that criticism a bit unfairly, just like Krille, Christian, because uh, they have good armies, but they're good because these guys are playing them very well. Uh, yeah. So it's a disservice to say that he has some powerful armies. Joel is such a good guy, and so is Christian. I guess that's why Joel actually won coolest player to play against. Like. It's just yeah. a pleasure facing him. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Well, it, it was probably one of my most enjoyable games for Heresy. On on that topic, actually, Hermani that I played in Game Four with his Space Wolf Fury of the Ancients. Yeah. That's a game that could have just been absolutely horrible to play, but he was actually brilliant to play against. And he, you know, he, he speaks a lot about the the tone of the event and the people there. Mm. That even what could have been like the most horrendous game of the weekend for me because I just got absolutely gicked in it. <laughs> like it wasn't even close. Like, like, I mean, it was like 28 victory points to Hermione and like three to me. So it could have been horrible, but it wasn't. It was a really nice, it was a really nice game, fun. And yeah, set, set a good tone for that. Yeah, I think it goes like always because like we had four different factions represented during. We had like obviously like we had all the trainer legions and all the loyalist legions, but we also had like a solar auxilia player. Uh, we had some mechanical players. <laughs> Pontus brought a night house and like mad respect to him for playing a night house in 2.0 and it looked really good. Also, he yeah, won, it was like, sexy. It was so like the yellow and he met the uh, Tez who came from like America via the Middle East. Mm-hmm. I think Tez is still in Sweden. Anyway, shout out to Tez, mighty Alabama. Um, yeah, but like, he was really he, good to play against. He was really good to play against. Super polite dude. And like, you try to rib him about America because, like, we, you might have noticed, we rib each other about everything all the time. Uh, but like, <laughs> he's so cool and like pleasant. He had a really like cool demeanor, just fun to talk to. And like, he played his Mechanicum against Pontus Knights, and it's just a gorgeous game. Uh, but anyway, like, we had all possible factions. I brought my militia, and like, I knew I was gonna, <laughs> I was gonna struggle uphill with that army from the moment I set foot to Scandis, but. I also knew that like I was going to have fun because I built my militia army just to have fun and shoot templates. Uh, but yeah. I can't just stand around like bitch about it because I know it's going to be hard, but it's not going to be fun for anyone. Like, oh, well, uh, obviously you're winning because they brought militia. Like nobody made me bring that army. And like I had a lot of fun with it. It was just fun to see like an a- a- average fuckwit doing like a friends on with a flak jacket and an AK-47 being torn in two by some insane psycho-indoctrinated space marines. Like it was fun to see all the different armies represented, and as Max said, and I appreciate that. Like, you should come to scan this, and regardless who you face or like what army you bring, you should be able to like have a straight up good time. And uh, I really hope you did. 
So like, if you came to Scandis again, I said it like during the ceremony, thank you for coming to Scandis and having a good time. Next time we're going to have a bit more tickets and we're going to have a good time in general. But on that subject, uh, just let's just lean into the venue. As as you guys noticed, well, Alex didn't because you've never been to Scandis before. No. Sorry, sorry. I was going to say, you've <laughs> Alex has never been to Scandis despite the huge amount of personal wealth he has amassed, uh, according to one of our <laughs> hosts. <laughs> I believe that last time he was going to come to Scandis, but he got caught in a blizzard of coins, Scrooge McDuck, and couldn't get, like, get out of the door. Like, there was just yeah, too to much money. Too much money, in a way. You had to swim through it, right? And that takes time. <laughs> then you miss, like, the yeah. chicken. Yeah. But, like, uh, we were at a new place. <laughs> we were at uh, Alpha Spill. Uh, shout out to Alpha Spill, who were, like, they made it a really good a really good event and like they were mega helpful and pleasant like the broad personnel were like when we got drunk and rowdy they like told us hey could you maybe like uh, be less drunk and rowdy no we weren't drunk and rowdy but they were like really pleasant they gave us some good feedback too like they're, they're like hey what what game are you guys playing and i'm like oh we're playing horse heresy it's like warhammer 30k and the bar manager's like yeah you don't know what yeah, game we're playing <laughs> no, yeah. she's, she's not, but like she only played the Warhammer 40k. I was like, um, actually. So I'm like, no, it's like uh, 40k. She's like, yeah, yeah. You guys are just like a different breed of players. I'm like, what, what do you mean? Well, you all show up on time and like you start drinking at 11 o'clock, like as soon as I open bar, like as soon as I open the bar. And like you drink all day, but you're not like loud or unpleasant and nobody's like angry. I haven't seen like anyone flip their table or like get angry and I'm like, well, like that's not something that usually happens here, right? Right? <laughs> it's like, no, well, you know, occasionally. You guys are like the best visitors we've had in a long time. Like, oh, I'm like, who are the worst? Oh, you don't have to tell me because, and I'm like, joking. it's the magic players. She's like, it's the, it's the badges it's and burrows players. players. <laughs> it's those freaking burrows badges players. and burrows players. They come here, just tear <laughs> shit up, get drunk. Uh, no, like, so they made it a really memorable experience and, like, we had a lot of fun. But what did you guys think about, like, the venue setting? Uh, we were obviously, like, for those of you who weren't there, we were in, like, a friendly local gaming shop. One of the best in Stockholm, I'd say, but I might be partial. No, I no, actually I... really like the venue. Go ahead. No, no, you. I insist. Oh. <laughs> Such a gentleman. <laughs> to someone, um, at least. Yeah. No, I actually really enjoyed the venue. Um, like the drinks were good. The food was actually pretty decent. Um, like the players obviously help help it a little bit. Um, but yeah, I mean it was it was well organized. It was clean, which was big. It wasn't like dark or dingy. So I, I appreciate that um, <laughs> as someone who enjoys the sunlight because <laughs> half my year is fucking winter. Um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was a good venue. Um, and uh, I, I think you guys should probably continue to use it if you can. Yeah, it was, it was not, it was, it was, and this isn't a comment about the other venue. This is more a comment about general gaming centers. It was clean and didn't smell. <laughs> and, with, yeah. and it had plenty of space. Like it was, it was a good venue. And also that like being so close to the city center, like which obviously the the last venue in like near Grillby, there was nothing to do afterwards except like sleep on the floor or get <laughs> accosted by Danes as they came out of the sauna. Uh, you so, make it sound like that's a steady fixture of like Scandus. Well, time to sleep on the floor and just get accosted by drink, drunk naked people. But right, how many, <laughs> of the four times I've been to Scandus, two of those times there's been drunk naked people. <laughs> 
right? So this was well, the second time because we shared a hotel room. <laughs> well, no, he's he's definitely a, a good venue. Like it's a different tone to the old venue, which is obviously more like insular. And it was nice to that people could have a look around and see what we were doing from the outside, as you say about like the bar, the bartender or just random people milling about the gaming shop. Yeah, because obviously that's going to help grow the community just by people being interested in there being such a a hubbub going on around. I also think, and like, uh, I, I might be partial, but I've said it before, and I'll say it again. Like, I think in one sense, for the K community is the most welcoming because people could just walk up and like, hey, what's this? And they could ask questions. And I feel like in the for the K community, then again, I don't really have a lot of like recent experience from other gaming communities, so nobody should feel singled out. We're always like trying to be welcoming and pleasant and like uh, not too odious nor odorous, I guess. Like, we try to like be pretty sociable and pleasant when people come and ask stuff we're not like um actually this is lehman rusty primark you fucking idiot god go <laughs> yeah. away so like no rogodon isn't a tank yet no <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh the lehman Our models is named still after have primark. bottoms gosh we paint the underside as well oh no like uh, i've always had a good time and like you can always get a lot of good feedback regarding like painting and modeling and like there's always something there and like max said i think it helps grow the hobby and it was like a good venue i also think it's easier to pitch the trip to like a loved one or a significant other if you tell them hey i'll be like at this place you will be at the city center which is literally like 10 minutes away instead of hey you're going to be at the city center i shall be two long boats away one day's trip travel ye into the sunset slowly by boat and then yonder ponder day merrily thou shalt find me playing the nerd game in my love i shall see is you that soon. how you measure distance to long boats yes away. <laughs> yes well actually two dragon boats but i want to make like applicable to english people as well i don't want to alienate anyone uh, that would be five <laughs> canoe days ride for you alex nice that's a solid trip <laughs> That's that's relaxing. Now you're speaking my language. There's actually one thing uh, that we missed, and I, I want to take Max. Don't get angry. Uh, <laughs> I need to tell you guys something. Uh, there was a miscommunication, a misunderstanding, a friendly one. Okay, I can see Max's face right now. Um, <laughs> it turns out, and this is on me. I could have t found out in advance. Apparently, there was an entire genuine original forge world zone mortalis table just waiting for us in like trestled boxes in a different room because <laughs> oh. <laughs> like fred is like i can't bring the zone mortalis table it's too much fucking shit and i'm like yeah okay i get that you're bringing a van full of stuff but apparently they had an entire original forge world zone mortalis table just waiting for us in bits in the other room <laughs> Because, oh. like, as packing away, I was like, hey, what's this? And there's a couple of boxes where it says, Son Mortalis, please look. Please <laughs> it's like look. In the corner. It was in the <laughs> corner. And it's like a note. Uh, hey, guys. It's like such a politely written note. Hey, if you're going to use, like, the Son Mortalis table, please put everything back in the apple box. Um, this one says corner pieces. This one says center pieces. And this is, of course, original Forge World Son Mortalis blast doors. And was I'm it like, the oh. venues? Yeah, apparently the venue had a Son Mortalis table. No way. Uh, like, they didn't mention it, uh, which was really cool. Maybe you just expected it. I take back every nice thing home. I said about the venue. <laughs> no, because I've used it. I've used that once before, but I never figured out those venues because we play Bad at Wars there. And, like, we've played a Son Mortalis on it as well. So, yeah. So, before Max gets angry, let's move on. Like, uh, 
you don't have to go through like so then for uh, game one i deployed in it's okay uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get our zone mortalis fix with that <laughs> after dark oh yeah let's talk That's more it. about that on the patreon uh, so max well, like do you have like any favorite memories from games one and two so from games one and two it was, it was just sort of finding my feet. It was the first time I'd played the army, but meeting Stefan, because I've been talking to him for a bit, was good. Like, I got to introduce uh, Anton to Heresy a little bit, because it was only his fourth game. Like, it was, it was just two pretty solid games. Like, the, the first one was very close. We came down to secondaries, because we tied on the main objective, getting eight points apiece. And it, like, it's like, such a close game. And really nice to dominate my opponent on secondaries. Um. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Stefan. Stefan, you have to like give Stefan credit because he brought his Blood Angels and he brought a Falcon. It was a Felblade. It was a Felblade. Oh, Felblade. Yeah, but sorry. It was really I nice. It, it was a nice centerpiece for the army, and it, it was like brave man that brings a a super heavy in two point I, I walked by and I asked him like every time, like, hey, did your Super Heavy do anything? He's just like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. You know it didn't. Yeah. <laughs> this is super polite too. Like, <laughs> shout out to Stefan Lansknecht. You're a great guy. Yeah. It's it just two really fun games. Like, he's, it all blurs into one, Chris, because I've slept since. But it's, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. what? Don't you have a games journal where you write down every one of your games <laughs> yeah. you can brag on the internet? Damn it! Max. Well, I, well, actually, Chris, me and Phil I have a games diary, a, a full breakdown of every game on Monday <laughs> because I knew oh, I would and... begin to forget it into the mist of and time. So, where, where would I find that uh, video? Max? You'd, you'd yeah, find that not on the Death and Betrayal podcast, but on the Barefoot Miniatures channel. Oh, so live you did, the Death and Betrayal podcast first. It might be there. <laughs> <laughs> just listen through the entire library <laughs> yeah yeah you, you gotta look by <laughs> the first one but there is a link to barefoot miniatures in the show notes and yeah. also our apparently new sponsor what was it laser craft miniatures laser forge miniatures yes yeah if i've got a, i've got a list if you want me to put them all on there yeah sure uh, your sponsors are now right apparently now. our sponsors why not max so just uh, is it it's STL good advertising. Stuff? Laser Forge is he does um. Christ, are we really doing a full plug for Laser Forge? <laughs> well, he does really I'm good advertising. He does like Iron Hands STLs as well as like Myrmidon oh, cool. and weapons, and then he's like a three D actual like print service. Oh, nice. Sol White, oh, okay. um, Grim Dark Terrain, and. Like a couple oh, of the tech marines, kind of juicy. Mm, mm, and he's um, what's he called? What the Morlocks? Everything else. Yeah, like, but, but anyway, we don't like, need to do a full. Point. No, like I yeah. don't want. He like, doesn't sell the STL though. Eh? He just sells. He the, does. Like, they just like I, I. They are about on the site because uh, I've actually had them off. Mm. Like I don't want to plug his stuff unless he wants to, and maybe I should have asked him before I do this. Uh, I don't know if legal actual. Please don't sue us. We do not have any money. <laughs> but like, it's brave of him to do Iron Hands because Iron Hand Mark Free Kid is probably one of the most loved pieces of heresy around. I don't so he's a bit cleaner into a more tacky, yeah. rather than yeah, like oh, as as grimy one. Dual plasma ejector. Yeah, yeah that one's really good because they never did one. Yeah, exactly. Okay, Alex, what were your two first games about? 
Uh, yeah, so the first game uh, I actually played. I saw you game. beating up a twelve-year-old for some reason. Uh, so actually, he was shit kicking me for the first like <laughs> for everything until the last turn, uh, and I just managed to squeak it out with the help of the assassin. Um, yeah, like shout out to Freddy's kid, Amir. Like you're a fucking legend. I had so much fun with you there. Like, <laughs> yeah, he like my t- he blew my telemon away before he got halfway up the table, and then almost took out the dread knight thing as well and then just proceeded to sort of outmaneuver me he was scoring on objectives and then i i just managed to squeak it away from him on the last turn and uh and i think on my last possible action it was with the assassin i managed to kill his last medic which was like my my secondary uh and i only managed to do that through like the precision strikes of the assassin (laughs) in close combat so i just like i legged the assassin like halfway across the friggin map just to make, just to get him there to get that secondary, um, for and again for half the for half of the event, I thought that like the the um, shooting attack the assassin did was just pointless and stupid. I was like, this is so weak. It's like strength four, <laughs> and I didn't realize that force like jacks your friggin' strength up by two, like by times two. So I'm like, oh shit, I have to make a leadership ten check, and then. My eye beam is like strength eight, AP four, running six plus. I'm like, it's actually pretty decent. Like, <laughs> um, so next time I'll be good to use the assassin. But uh, and then uh, the second game. That's right. The second game, uh, the assassin didn't do anything, and he just kind of like floated around. Um, and uh, and actually, I played Tez, um, and it was it was a good game. Um, it was a tough mission uh for what it was that was the one where like my scoring units had to be in his deployment zone to get points yeah and he just had to kill your scoring units yeah and he just had mm-hmm. to kill my scoring units and so i kind of like protected two of my scoring units a little bit like i was running them up the side um and i think he managed to get one of them um because like he he stuck a lot of his thalax and stuff in deep strike so when it de- like it deep struck down, I was already almost at his deployment zone. Um, so it was kind of in in like a bad position for him. Um, and uh, and then I deep struck one of my scoring units into the zone uh, as well. Um, he had two Thanatar, I think three Thanatar maybe. Uh, yeah, he had the Paragon of Metal one, and then he had like a squad of two. Um, and I think he was worried, probably leftovers from like first edition. He was worried about my two dreadnoughts, and so he kind of like dedicated those two Thanatar to like one side of the board. Whereas I think if he had put them in the middle, they because they have barrage, they can shoot without line of sight and stuff. He could have done a lot more damage to me and killed a lot more of my my units. When you um, say about them being worried about because of first edition, is that are the dreadnoughts so. terrible now? Um, no, it's like. So I mean, the Custodes dreadnoughts are not nearly as good as the the Astartes ones. Oh like, really? I, yeah. So like, I run a two fist Telemon, which looks really scary because a two fist Contemptor is like a you know a ninja blender. Oh yeah. Um, my the the fists are strength ten, so kind of the same as like the um, Contemptor fists. <laughs> they have concussive, but they don't have any brutal. Ooh. Oh. Um oh. and uh and then the the spear is strength twelve, um, but 
and it's got Exoshock 3 plus or 4 plus or something. So it's good for skewering vehicles, um, but it doesn't really do anything when you're fighting like Automata or um, mm. even just regular people. So, you know, it's good, but it doesn't have Brutal or anything either, right? So it's yeah, And when it's you're not... comparing it to Brutal, especially Brutal yeah. 3. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So, so in in maybe he was spooked to them because of how good dreadnoughts are this edition, right? Mm-hmm. And he thought, you know, if I can get rid of these things, then the Thanatars can like march up, or maybe the Thanatars can handle the brutal because they have a lot of wounds and high toughness and a pretty good save. Um, but yeah, the the Custodes dreadnoughts are just not nearly as efficacious. And I think they might be more points. Um, oh yeah, like, definitely. Uh, I think the Telemon gun maybe is good, but I don't. Uh, I just like the the way that the fists look, so I took those because um, I tried to make sure that my dreadnoughts had some real like dynamic movements to them. Because so often you see dreadnoughts just looking kind of static, or they're just like walking forward, like or the betrayal at Calvin. The... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or they uh, got like one leg kit. forward. Yeah, they got one leg yeah. forward doing like the pimp pose. Yeah. Um, exactly. Uh, everybody and, knows what I mean immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the custodians are like meant to be this really like martial order. So I tried to portray some version of like them retaining that martial talent and know how. Um, but, uh, Max, how much was your Leviathan by chance? Do you know like how many points roughly that is? Out 320. It's, so the because that mine was completely stock standard. Yeah. So the Telamon two fists is three sixty five. Ooh, ooh. And the the Contemptor, the Spear Contemptor. Uh, now I did upgrade it with twin Adrathic Destructors. Um, Are they still which, instant death AP two? No, they're instant death AP three. Um, so they're strength five and they're like twelve inches. Um, two hundred and eighty points. Right. Um, so a, a massive hit compared to a contempt to being one six five to start with. Yeah, yeah. So like a you know a contempt with dual fists is like one sixty five, and it will beat the shit out of the Achilles, the Achilles uh, contemptor. Seems a but weird place for them to be in, right? Like yeah. yeah. It's so strange how now we went a bit too far in the pendulum. I think me and Axe talk about this like Mechanicum and Custodius used to be like on the far end of incredibly good. And now the pendulum has swung the entire different way. And now they're just overcosted and underutilized in every possible way. It feels to me like they were playtesting the brutal mechanic and it wasn't meant to stay on the Astartes dreadnoughts and stuff because nothing else has it. Like the knight, like a knight doesn't have it, and it's this massive thing with like a friggin' chainsaw sword, the length of a contemptor, right? And that doesn't have brutal anything. Um, you know the 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 fist for the knights doesn't have brutal on it, and yeah, so it's just literally weird. like the size of a contemptor's like mid like mid chassis. Um, mm. And you know the the automata don't have it. Like it feels like feels like it was in the play test and probably deemed to be like way too OP, but for whatever reason, didn't get taken out on the Astarte side. Gotta sell those Dreadnought models, Alex. No, I, I genuinely think it was probably just a mistake. Like, I think it was just an, an editing error. Like, I really think it is. Like, um, it, I can't see it being any other way, right? Because they're, they're so cheap 
obviously they're supposed to be less efficacious than like the custodian dreadnoughts because the custodian dreadnoughts are higher cost. All it would take is a an FAQ with do you know, like redoing all the weapons to yeah. change it all as well. Do you know like they wouldn't have to change much of the books to actually completely rebalance that bit of it? Yeah, I agree. Because like I like how survivable dreadnoughts are, and I do like their output. Like they should be able to like beat the shit out of a handful of tactical marines without getting handed to them. And you know they should be able to take a couple of shots. They shouldn't be able to just like you know one decent shot from like anything and it just blows up and then it's gone. That's that's no fun. But it's also no fun when it like walks up and it's like, hey, cool, like I'm weapon skill five. I'm hitting you on threes, and I get like you know, two attacks or like yeah, nice uh, army got there. Too yeah. Bad six, six to attacks it. or whatever. Yeah. Oh, but my six attacks translate to roughly like 30 wounds. Like, Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's an odd one. It's <laughs> how far down the rabbit hole are we going with this? No, no, I think we we're could, stopping we could, there. This could be a like, full cast. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, easily we, we'll get back to that on the Patreon cast, but like, uh, yeah. Now but anyway, so barefoot minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so he kind of he kind of took like two of his he kind of took his two automata like out of the game and it did take it did take pretty much the whole game for my telemon and my um like spear knight to deal with those two telemons uh but they that's all they really did when they you know when the mission is kill the other things like you know try to i I think if he had put them in a more central location he could have ignored the fact that the Telemon and the, the Contemptor are coming for him, because it's going to happen anyway. right? But then you can get a few more shots out, um, because I, you know, I would have been scared of those, especially if they're trying to like, absolutely demolish my scoring units, of which I only have three. Um, and so ig- ignore the big threat that you're going to have to deal with, but that is gonna, it's going to get tied up, because they're close combat, right? So they're going to get tied up, but you might as well get the max that you can get out of them towards the mission. Uh, and I think if he had done that, I probably would have lost. Um, or it, it, it would have at least been much, much closer. Yeah, but like I've uh, been in that situation too because you start shooting something and it's not going your way and then you, just, you keep shooting at it because some cost fallacy. You've already started. Now you didn't finish the job. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But I mean, like his dropping in Thalax and like you know, extra archmages would have made short work of what would have been left of my scoring custodians if they had yeah. taken a few plasma bombards. Because um, he only really got one. He, he tried to do that with his, like, Karaknos assault tank, but because I was deep striking in, his Karaknos really only got, like, one shot off um, before it was tied up in combat. As well, he's with him, you were obviously playing offense on this mission. Yeah. Having such a part of his army off the field in what was a four-turn game, like you're not coming in till turn two minimum, or like yeah. at the first point. So it's a quarter of the game to not have stuff helping you defend. Driving, yeah. 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 So he's, yeah, he's you, you're big, right. A big downside. Of it. And I find that quite a lot with Deep Strike anyway. Like even in first ed, if you were missing things, you could very easily find you set the portion of your army on the table just shot off on not have a chance against that bigger army. And then yeah, when he comes in, he's just picked off piecemeal. And that is slightly yeah. expanded in Heresy 2, right? Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, that's exactly what happened to me on the fourth, the fourth game. 
I'm going to um, jump in here and just talk about my games. Okay. Because I'm a bad host. <laughs> no, no, let's cut across it. <laughs> yeah. So how are your first, how are your two first games, Chris? Uh, so, like, my first game, uh, for the first game, I just walked around, make sure everybody, like, arrived. Like, do you know who you're going to face? What are you doing after this? Like, do you understand the mission? I just basically walked through, make sure everybody, <laughs> I can see Max yawning to make a big luck now. <laughs> no, no, Chris, let's hear about you. <sighs> <laughs> No, he muted himself. I was, I'm just Josh and Max. Uh, so, like, I just walked around. Uh, so, my first game was actually against Freddy's son's friend, William. And, like, he was really nice. But it was also like this. The mission was his Dark Angels had to walk into my deployment zone. And my deployment zone was basically saturated with artillery, miniature artillery, artillery tanks, as well as, like, Typhus is an attack. Because I had, the day before Scandis, I ran some math. If I included everything I had, I had roughly 2,050 points of militia. And then I also had like 450 points of Death Guard. So I had like Typhon in uh, Phobos. That was like, <laughs> that was more than half of that. No, I had a thousand points, so like 950. Like half of that was Typhon in like just a spar in, uh, in a Land Raider. And then I had like a Predator Squadron with like the neutral laser, which shut stuff around. Which because poor Death Guard, having a tank that can move its full movement out of cover and just shooting that laser that shuts something down entirely it was invaluable it saved my life several times during this game uh, just the whole event so like his dark in walked towards me and like i dropped artillery on him and it's it was painfully obvious for me from the first game i played that like strength four strength five ap basically nothing pinning is not going to save me or help me a lot <laughs> <laughs> it was fun though. Uh, it was cinematic. Like he just kept weathering a storm of artillery fire, and like next, next, and nothing helped. Uh, luckily, my Lehman Russes shot like plasma, and I don't think they killed more than like eight marines during the entire event. Uh, one of the highlights was I neutralized his Leviathan as walking against me, and then Typhon could just walk in and beat it to death with his scythe. Uh, it turns out for two hundred points, Typhon is really, really good. Another yeah, highlight was that my, yeah, uh, my discipline masters were weapon skill four, uh, but it's skill four. They had like power swords, they had an invulnerable save, they had like carapace armor, a power sword, and melt bomb. Uh, they did work. One of them killed like 18 marines by the end of the event and one assassin. An assassin, you say? Yes, we'll get back to that. And the other one guy just beat like 28 marines to death during the whole event. Uh, like, I had a 20 group of infantry that. During the entire event, they just basically stood on on objectives and shot like <laughs> last guns at people. It was fun. So like uh, I was in a hard dilemma because either I win over a twelve year old kid, and I'm never going to hear the end of it from Freddy, or I lose against a twelve year old kid, and then what if people mock me on the internet? My fragile male ego could not survive that. Uh, what if what if somebody mocks me right now, uh, like Igor Max? So well, I won. <laughs> I was going to say, you've obviously got to crush that child. I had to. Like, I had to. It's a sort Children of Children learn best through challenges. <laughs> no, like, uh, it was like his fifth game ever. And, like, we were, like, basically teaching him the rules as we played. It was pretty fun. But, like, uh, it was hard, too, because obviously you don't want to make the most optimal choices. But also I wanted to, like, properly learn the rules. So, like, I played a good game and it did his best. But it was a really hard mission for him that to walk into my deployment zone. So, like, it was yeah. fun. My second game during the day was against uh, Putte, Patrick, Patrick Pesto on Instagram. Uh, he had white scars where 80% of the army basically deep struck. And it's like, uh, this is your deployment line, right? I'm like, yeah. Well, if you stand like that, I can't come in. So you have nothing to fear. I'm like, what do you mean? 
well, I'm going to come in from like the far right table. Oh, okay. So let's move away a bit and just let you come in. It's like, wait, what? Yeah, well, hey, I have to be accommodating. This will be fun. So basically, I just turned my Malkador and my Lehman Rosses towards the table edge, and he came on. And I think in like in two turns, he just basically melted 80% of my army. So I had no no like tanks left whatsoever. But and he just left my yeah. That's one of the things of playing like militia. Like I played a, a few games of militia and a load of solar. And if you like on the weaker side of Marines, you don't have any staying power in Heresy 2. Oh, no. you, you absolutely melt. I remember a game in January that I had is I had two solid turns and then it took two turns for I'd say like a thousand points of marines to just gun down three thousand points of my solar. So I I feel yeah. your pain in that game, Chris. Yeah, but the fun yeah. thing is like it started turning around when his siphon came in and I'm like, ah oh, fuck it. Like Typhus uh, Land Raider is just gonna snap shoot at the at his siphon. So somehow I managed to gun down his siphon and it just tumbled and burned and crashed right into one of his land speeders and killed it. And I'm like, oh, yeah. oh how, did, how the worm turns. And then Typhon ran into the middle on the one objective we had, just to duel Quinsa, or whatever his name is, the White Scar, like Terminator. Yeah, Quinja, yeah. Yeah, he decided to fight Quinja and, like, I guess, eight Terminators. And Patrick was like, yeah, okay, cute. Typhon, what can you do? Uh, let me just do some uh, magic here. I did my leadership test. Okay, so I have eight attacks right now, and my weapon skill is seven, and I have, like, seven attacks. Oh, and they're AP2 instant death. And it's like, wait, what? Oh, yeah, also, <laughs> I strike first. What's your initiative? He's like, wait, wait, no, what? And he just bisected Quinja and, like, that entire Terminator squad. And now the game swung because now my militia master and like my six remaining stormtroopers charged his bikes and won. And then like he had like the Ebon Kishig, what it called, and just threw in 12 militia men, like, okay, I'm gonna fight you. And then also my stormtroopers are running in. He's like, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna show you what the little militia discipline master that could did. And somehow my fucking militia discipline master decapitated two terminators by himself. So I won that game. It was just like such a in Sweden we say the same guy who killed killed my assassin. No wonder he no wonder he sorted me out. (laughs) No, like it just swung around and somehow I won that game. And I think by the end of the game I had like 40 militiamen living as Typhon and so the rest of the game, Typhon was running around corners hiding and then counter charging somebody, just hacking them down. Uh, So like Typhon saved that entire game. And at the end of the game, he also let my mortars live for some reason. So the mortars just got a couple of bikers to run <laughs> off the field. <laughs> That's the one game my mortars killed something. I killed, oh, yeah. I killed like five bikes or whatever. No, it was like really fun. It was just such an insane game turning both ways. And at the end of it, we both had like a really good time. We shook hands and he gave me a medal. Uh, so yeah. Uh, fun story. I came home with like one of his medals, and my wife was like, "Oh, well, did you win something at your own event this time as well?" And I'm like, "Well, fun story." And I took off my sweater and showed a medal, and she got so fucking angry, just like apoplectic. You can't go to your own events and win the prizes, Jesus! This probably no, why can. nobody wants to come. <laughs> I'm like, "No, no, no! I got this from a friend." She's like, "A friend? Yeah, I won over, and she gave me this." You don't she have just, any friends? She just snorted and went, went to bed. It's like, yeah, fat story. Like you probably just took that from your own event. <laughs> <laughs> so like yeah she knows me pretty well so that was like my second game uh, yeah. that was the end of day one for me how about well, you that, Max yeah Alex? I was going to say that was game three wasn't it so, yeah it was so yeah. me and Alex were playing the Martyr's End scenario which is the objective in the middle um, of which you scored 
three victory points controlling the central objective. So I played yes. this against Jens, and it was the board with the Thunderhawk. So I basically the plan was put my Leviathan with the flag on top of the Thunderhawk and inspire the rest of my army. Um, so that's what I did, but it turns out no one was inspired. <laughs> the, <laughs> the, the lion and his companions slaughtered my death ball of Iron Circle and didn't even break a sweat. Like It just, <laughs> it just wasn't even slightly close. Like Going in, the... gone, gone. I apparently, like the lion, just cleaned house the entire event. Like he did really well. So it's, in in this particular one, I'd say the lion like fluffed his attacks in the first turn. Second one, like did did some damage, but mainly it was just like the the eleven tyrannic greatsword wielding dickheads that accompanied <laughs> him, because my death ball was just all monstrous creatures basically. because oh. he was all iron circle, so they just. Having eleven dudes all with great swords, just bomb. No, fuck off. Hitting me on twos, and he's he's sisters to silence, man. I've played against them twice now, like once at Adepticon, once here, and just the or here. I mean, Scandus, and making my little Leviathan weapon skill one for like all rounds of combat just allowed five sisters with strength like five swords just to eventually take it down the leviathan <laughs> it's just ridiculous absolutely ridiculous um so yeah i went in pretty confident and came out like with my tail between <laughs> my legs like turn three i decided i'd have it had enough and started moving all my stuff towards my table edge just to like <laughs> preserve stuff for last man standing so it wasn't a complete whitewash but that yeah that was my game three how <laughs> How do the sisters, I'm not very familiar with the sisters, how are they like reducing your guy down to like weapon skill one? So they've got, I think, I'm going to say a rule, and it will probably be the wrong rule, but he's like ex oblivio or something like that, gives them, um, uh, before initiative step 10, you roll a dice and a one, you take a wound on two to six, it reduces like one model to weapon skill one. So Yeah, because they're uh, pariahs. So it's kinda, so yeah, it's kind of like old school fear. Check. Yeah, but he's every turn and weapons go one on the chart means I'm hitting on sixes and he's hitting me on twos. Oh, yeah. So that did really well. Like I could have piled in my second Leviathan if I'd not stupidly put it on top of the Thunderhawk and spent two turns getting to the top of the mm. Thunderhawk. But <laughs> but that's what I'd done. <laughs> so that just, that just, didn't go. That well. flag isn't gonna wave itself, Max. Well exactly, someone that's needed right. to be waving the flag, it just wasn't too inspiring. <laughs> It seemed. <laughs> it was it was the perfect position though to to be photogenic. It's, and and in that, the end, that's the whole point of my army. Listen, cannons wins wars. No, cannons win battles, propaganda wins war, Max. They there you go. There we go. He's not artillery at all. Yeah. Napoleon got it wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think clearly he did. Because <laughs> <laughs> he didn't win. Yeah, well, I, I suppose yeah. He's, he, the the flag waver did look pretty sharp doing what he was doing, but I I, I love how Max felt slightly like embarrassed in front of French Canadian Alex to point out Napoleon lost. It's not like no, no point no point in opening up that old wound again. I'm not Alex French isn't French Canadian. Canadian. I'm English Canadian, my Anglophone. 
Yeah, but like, yeah, terrible. That's what we come to worse. expect from the Swedes, is it? That's worse somehow. That means oh, American. Then everyone listening at home, break. we're shaking our heads. Yeah. Uh, I can confirm. Not nearly seeing, as privileged. <laughs> seeing them on video, they are indeed shaking their heads. <laughs> Sorry. For talking yeah. Alex, how did your game three go? That was actually the game against your, um, where, uh, which I kind of talked about earlier. So that was against the word bearers. Um, again, absolute gentlemen. Um, and uh, yeah, we, so we were really playing cat and mouse for a bit being really strategic with how we're moving around because he's trying to buff his units. I'm scared to death of his, like, friggin' special plasma guns. and mm. um, They're so good. They, yeah, they can really sort me out. And so I was I was winning for a bit, but just barely, and in such a way that it would have been easy for him to turn around. And um, and I, I gave the last three points away, and that was my mistake. Like, I went after the wrong unit uh, and then failed to kill that unit. Um, his like last guy tanked like four or five saves, I think, um, like three plus or four plus cover saves or something like that, uh, and just managed to survive. Um, otherwise, I think it would have been tied. Uh, but if I had gone for the other the other one, I would have tied it at minimum, if not one. Um, but uh, the guns akimbo guy like killed his warlord up on a on top of a Spartan. We had like this honor duel. Um, Again, up there, photogenic. Then, yeah, yeah, uh, very. And, uh, um, oh, actually, so uh, highlight of that game though, like my Sagittarium guard dropped in, and I was just kind of, I wanted to buy some time or thin them down a little bit before I got the Tribune in there because I didn't want to risk the Tribune because um, he hadn't died yet, and uh, and so I, the guns akimbo guy I typically have run around with the Sagittarium guard, and they have guns. Uh, with like disintegrators, one used disintegrators on the bottom, and their only close combat weapon is the Misericordia, which is like strength four, AP nothing, but it's instant death. And um, so I charged in, I got the Nemesis because he had to model with weapon skill five in the unit. Um, so I charged in with five Sagittarum and the uh, the Guns Akimbo guy. And I think he had, I think he was still at full strength, like 10 Terminators or nine Terminators maybe, plus his Warlord. And they just went in there and started butchering Terminators with those Misericordias. I killed like six of them. Like, just like instant deathed my way through Terminators. Like, just like pulling them back, sticking knives in like armor seals. Uh, and then he was like, oh my god. And then, yeah, we just butchered him. Um, at that point, like, you know, the shield captain managed to take out the the warlord and the Misericordia guys like stabbed a bunch of dudes to death. And then I think they just like they swung back and killed killed Jesus. a few of the uh, yeah they swung back killed a couple of the the guys and then I think they lost combat and got swept or something I can't quite remember how that fight ended I just remember that like these guys were like fuck it we can't have the Tribune and Terminators take all the goddamn glory <laughs> knives out gents like and just went in against these Terminators swinging uh, and then I tried to replicate that in my fourth <laughs> game against. Uh, Against Linus, but uh, I got swiftly got my ass handed to me by Ship <laughs> Two Thunderhammers. Yeah, and like Fulgrim, <laughs> Fulgrim doesn't give us yeah, and Fulgrim, shit. yeah, yeah. So um... I, I like how you, I like how you vividly recall the heroic parts, and then like, and then something happened to him. I, I don't know quite. Nobody cares. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> 
trauma has blocked out the rest of the memory. Yeah, exactly. Like while they're trying to scramble and understand the knifing that they're getting, like <laughs> Guns Akimbo guy just kicks their warlord dead on top of them. Nice. They panicked and then just got butchered. Yeah. I can like my fourth game on day two was like super quick because I don't know why I do this. I keep forgetting his name. I think Bjarki. Uh, he brought a Warhound Titan. Like it was a really fun game because the it could basically be summed up as the sad ballad of the Warhound Titan that couldn't because he shot like I I had like a super small deployment zone so Jesus. every one of my tank was just on a line it's like like a shitty photography of like World War One in a movie done in the 1960s so like everything was on a line and he shot through the turbo lasers like yeah so I mark out like the Phobos the, the Land Raider and like the Malkador and like yeah, your two Lehman Russes. And I'm like, shit, this is going to suck so fucking hard. And then he hits me, and it's like, double ones, and then double ones. And then he hits me with torrential <laughs> flavor, but it scatters a bit, so like he doesn't hit my soft infantry. Well, I mean, okay, sure, he incinerates 20 dudes casually. It uh, doesn't really matter. And like one of my tanks gets... Uh, this happens so many times. Okay, so I hit you with like five penetration and three glance. And I'm like, no, you hit me with eight penetrating. Oh, okay. So like I think I got immobilized which suited me just fine. So like my tank hunting annihilator, Lehman Ross just stood there being very angry. Uh, the second turn, like he, he tried to move, but oh yeah, on the first turn also, I like reaction fired with the Malkador. So my two last cannons took out both of his void shields. And then on my turn, I hit him with the neutron laser on my predator. So now he can only snap shoot. Fun fact, both the turbo laser and the flamer is in fact the template. So we couldn't shoot at all. So we're like reading the rules. I'm like, well, you can still like, thunder stomp me or something right you just go up and kick the shit out of me so we did rules and no titans can't do that anymore max so like I, well, sh- fuck it you just walk up and kick the shit out of my like malkador because like the malkador is just av it has flare shield but just kick it he's like yeah so we went up and he kicked it and like he did like uh, nothing he, he like immobilized <laughs> it and i'm like so now i can shoot you right yeah so the malkador just <laughs> The Denihilator, bless its heart, I shot it like 20 times in an event, and it's a strength 10, AP1, brutal 2, Sunder. And I always just hit with the one hit. But I did this time, and I got a 6. So like, I did D3 additional wounds, I just kept shooting the shit out of Warhound, and turn 2, my Malkador just shot his battle cannon and blew it up. And of course, like, okay, now he scatters, and he scatters on himself. <laughs> Fuck. So, like, it was a really fun game. I thought it was going to end really quickly because we had a really open table and there was a Warhound there, but no, it went pretty well. Oh, yeah, also for the first time in my entire life, I saw a, a Contemptor for the Blood Angels shoot Iliastis cannon so much that it broke and blew off one of his arm. <laughs> really? He, he got yeah. the overheat? Yes. And like, I've heard it. Ha- it's like seeing a unicorn in the wild, Max. I've heard it happen, but I've never once seen it. And now I did. <laughs> And it was as he tried to punch my Lehman Ross to pieces. He decided to shoot before he charged it in the side, and that happened. Hilarious. Nice. (laughs) So, like, he was so unlucky with the rolls. And I was unlucky, too. So, like, a lot of stuff died, but I don't care. The fucking militia. They're the bad guys. Like, they die. Oh, no. And, like, my discipline master. Glorious freedom fighters, Chris. I can't let you get away with that. Oh, sorry. Okay. My glorious freedom fighters casually decapitated an apothecary and a couple of assault marines. But the game was actually more even than I thought because it, I think I won with like three points in the end because like he I hadn't sweeping advanced him and like yes I'd killed the Volrod he had killed mine but like he had first blood so like again like every time we play Scandas it all went down to secondary objectives. 
Um, so that's a pretty big thing because there's a lot of people like missing out on the second objectives or like sleeping on the secret objectives, and that's probably why the team that lost lost. Which team lost? Uh, we'll get back to that. Does it have something to do with Linus' very disappointed picture? Yes, maybe. So uh, that was my second game, and it was like it was a really tight, fun game, and it's always fun facing a Titan. Like uh, it's memorable, memorable and cinematographic. And then Max probably did something bad somewhere in game four. Game four? No, I got bad stuff done to me. This was my game <laughs> against Samani. Um, so yeah, he had seven contemptors, one of which being his warlord. Um, one of which had two auto cannons, one in each arm, to tone down the list a little. <laughs> but the other, the other, the other six were pretty beastly, and he had two. Doredios, three recon squads, only one of which had sniper rifles, but one was enough. Um, <laughs> a squad of seekers, and yeah, it turns out my iron circle can deal with two contemptors, can deal with three leviathans, but seven is too many. <laughs> with that attitude, yeah, <laughs> um, yeah clinically it, proven. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt. So it was it was quite a good fight. Like I didn't get tabled. <laughs> like is is one thing to say. I was happy about that. I if I could have passed saves, it might have gone better. But I'd say I say I've, I saved about twenty percent of the of the five ups that I was called to make. So about half of what I should have been doing. <laughs> And it, it was very quickly obvious that I could either give him a good fight or score some objectives, but I couldn't do both. So I chose to not get tabled. <laughs> with the word was the was the one. Um, yeah, he's, it just didn't go so well for me. Sad, Sounds sadly. like a processing it, trauma. It, it, it was a really fun game. I'm trying to not make it sound like. He was a bad guy for furying all over my face. But <laughs> did he give you a towel to wipe yourself off with? Or he gave me a little bottle of whiskey to oh, sit nice. down with. So <laughs> by the by the end of the game, my throat and my ass could have been burning. And I believe that's what you call a good weekend in Manchester. <laughs> an excellent one. An excellent one. It's not not just good, Chris. <laughs> the best of weekends. No, he's, he, it was a really fun game. He's, he's, as I said, it was it was quite close on the on the actual battle until it wasn't. It's just he like, well, he had ten scoring units between the six contemptors that were his fury. So gaining line, three recon squads. Oh no, two recon squads, a scout squad, and two squads of Thalax. He had ten line units. Ooh. So he's, and this was we had two objectives in each deployment zone in no man's land and it was quite a good scenario like the actual deployment of the objectives was a good like little mini game because you could put your objective in your opponent's deployment zone if you wanted as in like and it could was only maximum two per zone so you could put one close in your opponent's deployment zone to allow you to get there easier but they'd then have the ability to put one in yours, it do you know like because they still had objectives left that you'd not already taken your deployment zone ones. Yeah. Mm. So it was a nice little mini game to be playing at the start of the game, a bit different I, to. 
I really like those like scenarios. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it, it's a nice mission. Like it's, it, across the entire pack, it was it was nice missions, but this one particularly stood out to me. Um, don't don't tell Freddy that. I want to see if he listens to the episode. No, I, I'm not going to say anything nice to Freddy. Don't worry. Oh, nice. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, don't don't you be worrying about that. So yeah, shall we go into game five? Yes, so I think uh, we've all we... done game four, right? Yeah, me and Alex yeah, had game yeah. five. Linus touched me and turned me into like a pleasure statue in the city of paradise. Nice. Wish oh, have you not done game game four yet, Alex? That's pretty much it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Linus brought his third company, Elite, uh, and fucking sorted me out with 10 Sun Killers and a conversion beam contemptor. Lin- Linus said he would show Alex what love is, and it hurt. Yeah. yeah so Sun Killers are. Uh... A nice really friendly good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I only own Sun six killers months. that ignored night vision. Or yeah. ignored night fighting, yeah. Night fighting and cover. Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. an Empress Children Army and like I only have like six Sun Killers because I always find it's enough. Like regardless of what you're doing, six are usually quite enough for whatever you're doing. With Lars Cannons, Alex. Uh, for, yeah, with Lars Cannons, yeah. Obviously. Yeah. yeah, and your yours obviously then as well, Chris. I mean, yes. <laughs> Like, That's why you got him. I mean, yeah, last cannons in 2.0. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we all know anyway. what they do. <laughs> so, like, for my last game, me and Alex played a horror movie. Because his, his fucking assassin just hid out in some weird industrial research center. And, like, my guys thought they saw him want to shoot last guns, and he has disappeared behind a wall. Yeah. Yeah, so the assassin had, like, so the custodians actually don't have any, like, advanced reaction. They don't have any faction-specific reaction. But the assassin does. And so when you target it, it can immediately move 10 inches in any direction, ignoring everything. Um, it just can't end its move within impassable terrain. And so, like, I, to, to Chris's point, like, I put the assassin inside this, like, industrial hallway and then ran him down the hallway directly <laughs> at this, like, group of 20, like, stormtroopers with a discipline master. And they're like, oh yeah. my god! And like, put the guns up, ready to shoot him. And then as soon as like they get sights on him, he just blinks out. And I just ducked him back around the corner, <laughs> and then ran him back up the hallway on the next turn, and just like, I beamed like eight of them out of existence, and then yeah. ran in and charged the rest. And he just proceeded to like butcher almost the entire unit. Uh, your discipline until, masters were until a man arose. Yeah, a hero he, arose. So it was two like fleshbane AP two wounds, uh, and like the discipline master only had two wounds left, and they had managed to like flick one wound off of the assassin because they're only two wounds and they have a four plus, and uh, he managed to save one of the wounds on the five plus, and then uh, he like squeaked three wounds through on me or something with the power sword, and I failed one of them and died. <laughs> It's, it's so funny because, like, before that, the t- we had two rounds fighting. And first round fighting, we're like, yeah. yeah, yeah, you see this discipline master? Just thrust him into the face of, like, Gaz, <laughs> yeah. who's this really nice Irish guy. He came, like, thanks for coming, Gaz. Like, you see this man? He's a hero republic. He killed a fucking assassin by his own. He's a goddamn <laughs> sexual tyrannosaurus. And I was like, um, actually, no, the power sword doesn't give you plus one strength outside of Necromanda. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, I'm just telling you the future, Gaz. It's going to happen. 
Um, <laughs> I had no recourse except, and I think after the first turn, Alex actually got me a drink because I was doing so poorly. So like Gaz came back and like, oh, how did it go? I'm like, he actually did it. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> it's like, I was so lucky I pulled that off. I would look like a fucking idiot. Uh, yeah, that would have been bad. <laughs> it was so funny to win when you're like, okay, so you have minus three leadership. I'm like, okay, well, I'm deep striking now. So you get like minus one to leadership. Yeah, okay, cool. And it's like, what's your leadership? Seven. <laughs> well, actually, it's unmodified <laughs> yeah. leadership. Oh, okay. Six. <laughs> so I had to roll <laughs> over a three. And somehow I succeeded on two out of three pinning checks. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but then the Tribune just like loomed over top of your warlord, just bisected yeah. him. Just one. I move. like how you you two ignored my artillery because you're like, well, now that I'm this close, you probably won't shoot your artillery anyway. I'm like, ah, oh, think again, fucker. I just kept shooting you <laughs> yeah. and myself with artillery. <laughs> Can't kill my men if I do it first, Alex. Um, <laughs> so like on the right flank, we had uh, one of his dreads just advancing menacingly against my Malgador and like at first he shot and I shot back and I did a couple of wounds then he's going to charge me oh, shit it's going to suck and like I think you did a four inch charge and you rolled a double one yeah it was the Ooh. second time I ride double it was the second time I rolled double ones that event I rolled it uh, on a three inch charge against um, against Tez so then I shot him next turn and then he charges then he shoots me and I get shoot back and I killed him with the last cannons yeah um, there's also like a, there's a hilarious event on the left flank where my like twelve my twenty man tactical squad just advances towards him and he shoots his dread kills so many tactical marines that like stalwart death guard tried to run back to my deployment zone but they couldn't because my predators had just run up behind them and kept advancing so they had nowhere to go so they had to like regroup and advance against his dread again yeah they just got crushed between yeah. their, their own guns and. The fists of the Telemont. Uh, in the end, like my predator, my rhino filled with like eleven tactical marines made a mad dash for his deployment zone. But <laughs> I think Alex won with like I don't know, like fifteen to three or something. I I don't remember. It, it was I, I did. It was a major victory, but it's because I I didn't even use like two of the guardian squads. I was just scoring with them the whole time. Oh yeah. Um, and I just ignored like one. I think one of your units, I just completely ignored in the middle. I was like, you can have that yeah. one objective. Like, yeah, they ignored it. I just want to yeah, yeah. leave some people around so that way they can tell a story about what happened yeah. here. <laughs> uh, no, like it was a really fun game and like very cinematographic, very enjoyable. Uh, also, like lots of hilarity. And my secret mission was that my warlord was going to challenge his warlord to do and like kill him in close combat. So obviously, I took that one and. Uh, I didn't succeed. Yeah. Well, like, so he, he wasn't able to get his friggin' space magic off because, like, he was within 12 inches of the Psyker. Yeah. Of the the Null, sorry. So, like, he had Anathema, and so he's just like, no. Nah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm not doing that. My, minus three leadership. <laughs> like, he's like, um, get your fucking bullshit away from me. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah. Tribune well, ran a train through him. I gotta I... come up with a good name for my Tribune. I had so much fun that game. It's just like <laughs> unbridled insanity all the way through. Yeah, it was. That was a good one. So what was what your, was your last game, Max? So I played Christian of Magoo Miniatures with his ultramarines. I've heard um, it's quite a well-painted uh, army, would you say? I, I'd say it was better than average, definitely. <laughs> uh, especially because <laughs> especially he, I think it was his, he won best painted, didn't he, for the loyalist. 
Yeah. Um, I, I spoke to him today actually because we met up. Uh, we mm. were going to like a miniature, what do you call it, like a wargaming uh, jar sale. So like I met mm. him. Like he's like it's so weird because like I won best painted at Lincoln, which was the event we had earlier, and then I went to England and I thought I mean I'm not going to win anything here because everything's going to be really well painted, and then I won best painted in England, and then I came scan this and. I won best painted again. I'm like, okay, we're going to have a rule from here on out. You can only win like two best painted a year because somebody else should get a chance. And like Chris is super great. He's like, yeah, no, that seems fair because, you know, uh, I keep winning these. And I'm like, yeah, you do. And it's a beautiful Ultramarine army. Like, mm. I don't want to take that from him. Yeah, he's, he's brilliant. I don't know he's... if I saw it. What's that, sorry? So I don't know if I saw it, to be honest. He's... He's really good. I'll send you some pictures because I took a load so that I could rip off some of his scheme. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> oh, he's an ulterior motive. Uh, so, so yeah, I played Christian and it was... A lucky. British person stealing something for their own gain. Max, I've never heard it like. We can't get back into these jokes, Chris. It'll go too far. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, i I basically pushed out really fast onto the objectives and had my death ball like in the center. So it allowed me to control the early tempo of the game, but it was definitely like he, he had some really powerful stuff in the army, like Fulamentaris just in a five, but with their like out of line of sight, night vision, BS5 was just doing work whenever he yeah. needed it. Like a Las Cannon squad with a Cognisignum, a couple of Dreadnoughts. Uh, Scorpius and all of it was just adding up to a lot of damage. It didn't help me failing uh, the leadership test for my Cyberthurgy on the second turn, which normally that mitigates a lot of damage coming in. So, because there's one of the Cyberthurgy powers is ignore the first wound suffered from each shooting attack yeah. in the shooting phase. So, because I'd not got that and I'd not got my reactions off, I couldn't evade. Yeah, which was just massive. Like so there's loads of damage happened to the Iron Circle. Um and it ended up with him basically bending me over the table by the end of the game, but I'd already scored enough victory points to win. With <laughs> was yeah. was the outcome of that is if we'd have carried on another turn, like he he would have started to really claw it back because the final points was thirteen twelve to me. And in the last turn, he'd got five and I'd got three, which was a complete reverse from the the first turn of scoring. Like, so he, do you know, he only needed another turn to just like do me in. Yeah. So he was lucky. It ended when it did. <laughs> but yeah, it was, a, it was a really fun game. Like just holding out, like grinding the victory was quite nice. I, I do enjoy that sort of game. Where he's like, you ju you can just about make it to the end, and then and then he just finishes and steals the victory from them. I mean, she's the best feeling in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he said, getting married later that year. Well, that's it. He's, he's, he said, just know that I'm destroying her happiness for the rest of her life, and that makes me happy. <laughs> that's what it's all about, right? Oh yeah, definitely. As a married man, I, I can't help but say yes. Yeah. As a gentleman in a civil union, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> the sinner agrees. Decided. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> right. So yeah, that was, that was my game five. Have we been through all of our game fives? I think so. Yeah. Well, I rudely miss out Alex again. <laughs> no. And like, I can tell you that... Uh, I can tell you that like overall we handed out some prizes. I think we've already said them. And unfortunately, in the end, <sighs> the traders lost. I blame I blame Max. I, I blame you, Chris. I won three out of my five games. Well, this is why I, the loyalists won, because we took I accountability. Won. Yeah, I won. Delivered. <laughs> oh, that's easy to say when you actually have an emperor, isn't it? Jeez. Freaking yeah. French Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. Like, I wish, it was a good scene. I wish it was, I was French Canadian. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. Uh, so, like, <laughs> we'll uh, <laughs> he said, "Let's take a vote with... of all the French Canadians." <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs> I shall count. I shall. I shall contact the Council of Brie. Uh, but like, yeah. <laughs> Alex, Alex, do you know what happened uh, when there was an explosion in the arm in the cheese factory? No. All they could find was debris. Um, seeing Max die in Turner right now made that joke worth it. And also, like, <sighs> ultimately, the traders lost. However, like, it was pretty close, even up to the run up. And, like, we had all the secret missions that people were pretty good about. I walked around, like, said, Hey, do you have a secret mission? So you wrote it down and then you reported it as part of your victory point. Because if you lost the game, like Max and Alex said, you could still ostensibly get, like, your secret campaign points, which people were yeah. pretty good about. And then, like, as soon, depending on who was in the lead, you could get advantages for next game or, like, disadvantages. So, like, we took that into account, and I hope, like, everybody felt informed. Uh, we wrapped up, and we cleaned, and we handed out all the prizes. So now I am, now that we are here at the end, uh, Max, I want to hear how many idlings of a full grim would you rate the event as a whole? Are we not going to go, like, the end and the death and just impose another event before we call it the end? <laughs> <laughs> Right, because I mean, it's two days till the release of the end of the death, but now now it's not the last one again. So I'm I'm going to save my rating until Wait, is it not be the last 2023.5. Wait, I've no. missed this entirely. Is it not going to be the last one? No, they no. split it. It was supposed to be volume one, volume two. Now there's yeah. like, surprise, volume three. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm and now, I mean, I am not done the end of the death volume one, but I hear they're already on the vengeful spirit by the end of that book. How much mm-hmm. realistically can we see when I know that volume two is going to be big enough to kill a kid with like, well, surely it'll be like Horus vision quest sequence. <laughs> that, that he like oh has some super have... hot chili and runs off are, into the distance and then sees gonna... like his fox spirit animal. Is Erebus going to be voiced by Johnny Cash? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I got that reference. So it's going to be like, ah, oh. What does it sound like in the voice book? Says, "I must fight. I must fight my bro. I must fight my father. I shall defend him. I must kill him. I will fight him on the shores. I'll fight him on the beaches." And they're like, "Ah, my father!" And he's strangling someone. And then, like out of the corner, (laughs) out of the corner, you see like Henry Cavill, Horus. What are you doing? That's not me. And then, like, no, I've strangled Sanguinus. Alas, bitter destiny. Why has my father betrayed me? Yeah, no, Sanguinus. No, Horus, you did this. Your hatred killed Sanguinus. And then he starts dueling the Emperor. Or is no, that how it's Sanguinus, going to Sanguinus goes like full blood rage. The Emperor has to put him down. That's how, <laughs> that's how the Emperor gets wounded. That the Emperor just walks in and flicks like Horus away because like he's just a stomp at that point. 
after Sanguinius like butchered him, but and then uh and that's why if you look at the art um on Sanguinius's chest, it's just one sword looking split that looks like it came from the back. Going through his armor. Yeah. Because the Emperor had to put him down. Yeah. Yeah. Question. Is he gonna say to Taurus, no pa, it's my dog, I gotta do it? Is that the way he's gonna kill Sanguinus? <laughs> yeah. It's what he it's, it's what he says to Constantine Valdor. No Valdor. Yeah. For our non-American listener, <laughs> that's a reference to Old Yeller, which is a movie old enough to basically retire at this juncture. Yeah. I'm impressed Max got it. It's my genetically it's my <laughs> genetically modified weapon. I'll do it. <laughs> I, I feel like I should apologize to Tez in case he heard this, but it's my genetically, <laughs> genetically prepared weaponry, Paul. I still gotta don't put him down. <laughs> That's bad enough to defend everyone, I think. Yeah. 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 Nail on that. I, I don't yeah. know. Wait, the offense meter shows we haven't offended uh, the Welsh. Max, could you say something at all? Um, no, I, I, I can't fit enough L's and Y's in my mouth to say anything in Welsh. <laughs> It's true. That language does sound like dogs, peanut butter in their, <laughs> their mouth. It took me five years to figure out how to pronounce Llewellyn. And it sounds basically Llewellyn, isn't it? Llewellyn? I don't know. I'm not Welsh, but I think oh, so. Fair enough. <laughs> don't you guys live in the same country? Ah, okay, let's not, get, let's not get into this again. Like, let's, let's not. Okay, let's not. Yeah, Max <laughs> needs favors for miles. Let's not get him pissed off. Yeah, okay, that's true, that's true, true. So, Alex, <laughs> as, the, as the person from the American continent, how many eidolons of a Fulgrim would you rate the event? I don't understand that scale. <laughs> okay, one to ten. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, it was probably, probably like a solid eight. Probably like an eight, I think. It was good, it was fun, the people were good. Um, only criticism is two of the missions were the same. We played five <laughs> missions and two of them were the same. <laughs> like, they just I had was, different I, deployment zones. Somebody uh, told me that, and I was like, "No, that can't be right." And then I realized I hadn't played the one mission, so I was like, "Oh yeah, no, no, it checks out." Yeah, <laughs> I um, didn't even realize. <laughs> no, because you didn't read the players back, Max. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, it was, too busy I think it was mission. Time. I think it was mission one and four were the same. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, so the first game that you played on each day was the same mission, <laughs> just. Different right. zone. I, yeah. I see it now. I yeah. see. It. But I think <laughs> that at least people seem to have like a lot of fun. Like everybody had like a good time. Nobody was mean. Yeah. And and I should quantify that that there's no way I would give anyone a ten because that's like how could you ever improve upon that? And perfection <laughs> is impossible to achieve. So you need to always yeah. strive for the ten, but you'll never make it. Also, like so, as as we've learned in full green, perfection is static and thusly immobile and just worthless. <laughs> and if you give someone a 10 it makes them lazy yeah that's true too so, mm. now six you never rate something <laughs> 10 out of 10 i feel <laughs> like six. i feel like you guys are the worst about, is being rated a five i feel like, like you guys are talking so about indi- partners but also about events at the same time <laughs> yeah <laughs> i should joke yeah aside. no it, it was it was very solid like the venue was great tables were awesome like there wasn't really any tables where it was like oh my god this is just like a no man's land every table had well painted and heavy populated terrain um it was it was good like it it was solid most most tables didn't have like one giant firing lane from one side to the next which 
can really like especially if you end up in a game against like sun killers or a game against like Fulamentaris or something if they've got that like direct line and i've been in some games where it's like the deployment zone half of it is covered by that line of fire um and, and that that can really really impact it and can impact the event uh in general um so as well player in, attitudes in summary so then i think what we'd say is it, it's a great event with great people there anyone that hasn't been and he's thinking about going he's very good it's just a shame about the hosts <laughs> yes yeah. yeah we just let anyone in we'll try to get better at that <laughs> yeah well i mean fuck we were there so i mean but this i have to say like this year we had a charming pleasant welcoming enjoyable good time britain he brought max but hey nobody's perfect like you can't judge him by the company <laughs> keeps uh, if you want, he's not joined us today because he's thrown no, his back. No, because he's yeah. Like Max is so angry at Phil being a good guy, he pushed Phil downstairs just to make sure he couldn't participate in the recording. Like obviously, does your perfidry know no bounds? No, because you know, no, that's no, no, not you, Max. <laughs> no, no, and I respect that. No, like uh, joking aside, like we had a great event, and like I had a lot of fun, and I think all of us in the hosting team would like to say thank you, Alex and Max, for like traveling from your homes and coming to play with us because we had a great time. Uh, we should also come and return that favor. It's okay, Max. I've just been saying I'm going to come to England to play for what three years? <laughs> yeah, around that. Around that. <laughs> not that. Not like there's been anything happening in those three years, like a world-ending pandemic. I've been to Scandinavia twice since the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but that's not an excuse uh, that flies anymore, Chris. I've run two uh, LVOs yeah. and two Adepticons since the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> Soon to be yeah, three but that's, that's the same continent, so like Sweden yeah, and but... England aren't really on the same continent in that way. What? Sweden and England are totally on the same. It's like a three-hour flight. I forgot. Man. I forgot. You <laughs> didn't go to an American school. Shit. Uh, yeah, that's shorter than to... a flight for me to like Vegas or Chicago. Yeah, I think it's like an hour and a half, if even that. Oh, it's two hours. It's... Don't downplay it. Well, I mean, there's a time difference. Is that gate to gate, though. <laughs> <laughs> two hours. Yeah, but that, that, to be honest, just shows how because like, this is something that I bang on about to anyone in my my gaming group at home or anyone that I meet is. For anyone in the UK, it is achievable to go to a Scandus. It like definitely is, is, is it's the same price as going to an event in the UK. It's just you've got to get over that mental hurdle and it's definitely worth it to do that. Um it's something that I've returned to multiple times. So that there you go, Chris, there's your recommendation. Thank you, Max. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, if it wasn't good, he wouldn't keep showing up. Yeah, no. They can't get rid of me. He, he comes there just to soft roast me and Freddy. <laughs> and and I'll be back, but I'm going to wait and line it up with, like, JP. So we, just... we, we should alternate years so we're never without a Canadian. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> then you don't I mean, have to put up with JP. Yeah, but I like JP. <laughs> I see him in my casual time. <laughs> Nice. Shall we yeah, close so, it out, Chris? Yeah, no, I, think, I so. think that's actually we have. I know that Max has never heard the podcast before because, like, 
he doesn't like hearing my voice, which I respect. I've edited it. I don't either. But we usually end it like this. So let's see if any one of you knows this. Uh, and remember, be Max. Bulgrim in the sheets. And run in the streets. And don't lose your head. Yes. Very good. Uh, to be F. I'm pretty impressed. We forget our like sign off on the big brushes never like, brush. <laughs> big brushes never tire. <laughs> like... Big brushes never tire is really good. Yeah, that is uh, out for us again. If you're listening to this and you hear bad sound quality, it's all on me. Alex, sick, great sound quality. Max, great sound quality. Me, while I was here. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Randian Heresy Podcast. Signing off from me. Signing off from Max. Cheers, everyone. And from Alex. Yeah, thank you. Bye.